Hi, hello, how are you doing? Thank you for tuning in to the Cloud Coffee interview series. This is a podcast series where we bring in members of the underground community, whether they be rappers, singers, producers, or even people who make art. We talk to them in a low, soothing voice, the kind of voice that feels warm, like the first sun rays on a summer morning. And once they've been lulled into a false sense of security, we get them to spill all their beans for that sweet, sweet content. This episode is actually the first episode, and today's guest is very special indeed. His name is Dead and Detached, and he's been doing art on Instagram for a while now. He's had run-ins with celebrities. He started his own clothing line, but I think I would rather have you hear it from the man himself. So, without further ado, we present Cloud Coffee Episode 1, Wishing I Was Dead but also detached. Hello? Yo. Hey, what's up, man? Yo, not much. Sorry, I've, I haven't used Discord before. Oh, I haven't used it before? Yeah, no, we're uh, we're getting at the old heave-ho, so we'll see how it goes. Cool, sick. Also, my Wi-Fi is a little bit spotty, so if I cut out, I'll just have to move. Or I'll just go over here, actually. All right, yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't even, like, think about this before, but, uh, what's your name, just so I don't have to, like, <laughs> call you by the full then detached every time? Uh, you can call me Jonas. Alright, cool, appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, so, so how you been? Like, what you been up to lately? Uh, I've been good, man, just grinding. I work full-time and then do, like, all the art on the side, so... Yeah, it's been like, really busy, like, my work didn't take any time off for the whole pandemic, so I've just been, like working like crazy and then like when the pandemic hit like i guess people really wanted to spend their stimulus money on art so just like a lot of people were hitting me up for art and stuff so we kind of just went like full 110 percent grind mode yeah no, that's awesome to hear man um were you yeah, working at great but it's just like hella draining yeah for sure i mean it's you know it's not easy there's there's so many i feel like there's not as many artists out there you know like you know I don't want to say just drawing, but you know what I mean? You know, creating like actual art instead of just like making music and stuff like that. And, um, no, I mean like you have a very unique style, so I'm not surprised people are hitting you up. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'm a, I've actually recently joined some like art groups. So it's been really cool to just see there actually are a lot of like artists doing stuff, maybe not just like mine, but like there's a lot of great styles out there. So knowing the kind of field that I'm operating in, I'm like especially grateful when people choose my work and want that to represent what they make. Yeah, no doubt, man. How'd you, uh, how'd you uh, link up with those guys or what's, what's the collective called and how'd you link up with them? Um, it's just like some artist group chat. Um, and I saw one of my friends, some, some fellow artist guy who's just like into the same music as me. He had posted one of the kids on his story who does like photorealism Mm -hmm. and i was like bro this kid is insane like he's 14 and he's doing these like pictures that look like they're photographs that he's drawing with a pencil like wow this is insane he's like yeah man i'm in a group chat with him it's super cool there's like all these crazy people i'm like wow man I, i really need to find a way to like surround myself with more artists just so i can like talk to people and like get inspired and we can like help each other out and 
he let me join the group and since then we've just been like i felt like my work has improved like super rapidly just because i i've seen like the quality of stuff they do and the creativity and just the way that everyone kind of helps each other bounce ideas or they share each other's work or they're just like asking for input all the time so it's just been like pretty uh revolutionary for my whole my whole shindig yeah absolutely it's great to uh I, i've been in a couple of group chats before with like music artists and things like that and um i don't know it's there's some where it's just like it's basically a repost scheme like you know someone drops a song they just throw it in the group chat and everyone's like all right, they're like all right please repost this and it's, everyone's kind of expected to repost and that's like that's like an engagement group yeah i've been in a couple of those and usually like they're kind of annoying because i always feel like you give more than you get back but this is more like a lot more like a community of like friends and then we all happen to be like artists so it's cool there's a lot of like talking just about ourselves and our pets like i love posting pictures of my dog in the group chat so it's like I feel a lot better like being a part of a community like that rather than just one of those engagement groups where you're kind of just asking for the repost, asking for the tags or things like that. But I've actually been in a few groups that were like that and I don't last very long. No, you always get kicked. Just leave because I hate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I agree. I don't have the gumption to do that because I'm like, oh, like maybe I'll get something out of this. But like, no, every time it's like they post it, I don't repost. And after like the 10th time, they're like, all right, this kid's not doing anything. Like he's not even posting his own stuff. But sometimes they're really strict with the rules and they're like, you have to comment three times and you have to like everyone's shit. Like, blah, blah. Well, if if I really liked it, I would do that organically, but yeah. So you mentioned that one of them does uh, photorealism. What's what's that? So it's pretty much when you do a drawing and it looks like a picture, All like right. a photograph. So uh, the kid's name is Quentin, Quentin Art, and he's 14. And he just does like these amazing drawings and they look like photographs to the point where you can zoom in on them and you can see the pores and the skin, all the tiny hairs the reflections in the eye, the cracks in the lips, like everything. And they're, they're really amazing. And he does some like really good work. So yeah, you should definitely check them out. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, there's so many 14 year old prodigies on the market in the underground right now. Like, dude, I'm so crazy. late to the game. Insane. Oh yeah. No, I, uh, I, I agree a hundred percent. Like once you get to like, you know, a little bit older than that and, you're just good you're not like a prodigy you're just like yeah like he's good at what he does exactly. like <laughs> that's expected exactly yeah <laughs> people like always think i'm like way younger because i kind of have like a childlike style and like i'm into like younger the younger scene but yeah no one really knows the truth yeah <laughs> a lot of people do but you know they can never guess it yeah absolutely um so kind of along that line man you know i wanted to kind of start off with uh you know, tell me a little bit about you. You know, what's your background? When did you start, you know, doing what you do? Um, you know, what's the life story that brought you to where you are right now? For sure, yeah. So, uh, I'm Jonas. I'm 26. I've always been, like, super artistic in my life, but I never really took it seriously. I kind of just, like, doodling a lot, just, like, being creative. I mean, like, I really, my my parents are super creative, and my siblings are all really creative. And they always kind of knew, like, that's what they wanted to do. And I kind of never knew what I wanted to do. I was always into, like, skateboarding and biking and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to college, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Then I thought I was going to study business. And then I heard about this program called product design. 
which was like a new pro a new program and uh, immediately I, I found this way to like kind of incorporate business and creativity like together in like the development of products and the marketing and all that the whole process of like designing any kind of product so it could be anything from like a spatula to a shoe to an app so that's kind of where I started taking my art a little bit more seriously but honestly outside of classes I wasn't really doing a lot of art just for fun the things that I was more into were just like skateboarding or hanging out or smoking weed or whatever and then um one of my neighbors saw me skateboarding outside one day and he said, Hey, we're having a party. Like come over and skate the mini ramp. And I was skating the mini ramp, having a great time. I fell, I dislocated my shoulder. I tore my labrum. And for the next two years, I just struggled with being able to do any of the things I liked. I was really into rock climbing, racing, BMX, skateboarding, snowboarding. And anytime I'd do those things, I would just like dislocate my shoulder become like completely just like crippled with pain you know I would usually be able to put it back myself but it just like became this like this horrible like downward spiral of like not being able to do any of the things I loved eventually I got like this reconstructive shoulder surgery and I kind of got back into skateboarding I was working for the skateboarding company and like um they got me free lift tickets so I got really into snowboarding everything was great again um i think not sure if i'd started doing dead and detached yet but um i eventually got really into snowboarding and was like going off jumps and i fell one time and just tore all my shit out again undid my whole surgery so i just like my my whole world kind of shattered like i was just like what the fuck am i gonna do now like i can't do snowboarding anymore like there's no way I can't fucking skate anymore. I'm just like, my my life is like not ever going to be the same. So I, when I was at my job, I, my job was like, I was a model and a stylist. So I would like prepare clothes to get their pictures, but I would also like wear them for the photos. And when I was preparing the clothes, I'd listen to the No Jumper podcast. Yeah. So that's how I got introduced to the whole underground scene. Um, I started listening to Xavier Wolf. Oh yeah. I started listening to Bones. Started listening to who else? Uh, I was like watching a lot of BMX videos, and they're like, I remember there was like this one BMX video where there was Xavier Wolf song in it, and like from that moment on, I was just like addicted. Oh, Oliver Francis, and then eventually mm -hmm. I kind of learned about Lil Peep, and in the beginning I was kind of like, this dude so fucking weird like he's got all these <laughs> tattoos he looks so crazy like he's always talking about drugs and like i was just like i was just like so fascinated by him but it was almost just like i wasn't quite a fan i was just like a bystander yeah but the more i looked and the more i just kind of like observed what was going on the more i just kind of fell in love with who he was and the way he portrayed himself and his music and also the way that he just like connected with these people that that like looked up to him in the way like so many people could like relate to what he did so like i just like slowly like became more and more of a fan of him and through him i learned about goth boy click and like yeah. all the individual members and i really started liking listening to like cold heart and wicked face springs eternal 
And so during this whole time, I was just like, oh, I saw the Ben's truck video. Yeah. Where that's where, where Lil Peep um, is wearing a painted jacket with a skull on it um, by this brand called um, For Those Who Sin. And it was painted by this guy called Terry Urban, who's just like this legendary like skater, like art artist, tattooer guy based out of L.A., and I just saw this like leather jacket with a skull painted on it. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Like I'm going to fucking put skulls on shit because I, growing up, I'd kind of always tried drawing different stuff, but something that was just always in like all my papers and all my doodles was skulls. So I just started doing that. I got um, this like coach's jacket from my work and I painted a skull on it. I got pictures of it and I just wanted to keep drawing skulls and doing skulls and keep, just like creating art because I, I had this void in my life where like I couldn't skateboard anymore. I couldn't do any things. So I made the Instagram, the Instagram account dead and detached. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I really just wanted to like become a successful artist yeah. just cause I like, I, I had no other direction in my life. And I was like, I need to do something. And I need to be able to just like grind at something. Cause I'm kind of felt like, really lost for a lot of my life just like not having a direction of like where I wanted to go um so my first goal was like get a thousand followers so I was doing the lame ass shit where you like follow a whole bunch of people yeah. try to get them to follow you back so I just like didn't know how else to like get anyone to like see the words set into past and like direct their attention towards it yeah so in in the beginning I was kind of doing like weird shit like posting just like all kinds of random like pictures and like doodles that I did nothing I was really taking too seriously and uh I would often do these things where you post like six pictures that all kind of go together to be one big picture on your feed mm-hmm. just like cheesy shit like that and it kind of yeah. didn't really work out and eventually I like purged everything and like found a cleaner way to do it and then since then, I've just been, like, doing that same shit all the time, just, like, listening to music, getting inspired by it, drawing it. And, you know, eventually people, like, wanted it on clothes. So I've done a little bit of hand-painted clothes. But, yeah, mostly it's just, like, doing these drawings all the time. And sometimes people want to buy the drawings and use them for their own clothes. So I do a little bit of that as well. But, yeah, that's kind of how Dead and Detached came to be. And Something that a lot of people don't know and they don't even really think about is like the name Dead and Detached. It sounds like super dark and like depressing, but really it comes from disc golf. Have you ever heard of disc golf? Like like the sport, like where you just kind of, it's, it's basically golf with Frisbees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm actually like super into disc golf. Like in college, I play competitively. And um, yeah, so there is a rule. Like if you're disc, is like if there's like branches or stuff in the way of your disc, you're only allowed to move it if it if the branches are dead and detached. So I was All like, right. damn, that sounds that sounds so metal. Like if I was <laughs> in a metal band, that would be like what I call it. But I was like, not in a metal band. So I I had one like drawing in my sketchbook from a few years before I started actually doing dead and detached, mm-hmm. and then I kind of came back to it. I was like, this is perfect. Like this is what I'm gonna use. And stuck with it. All right. Yeah. Right on, man. I mean, like I. You know, obviously, you. Uh, I appreciate you letting me kind of get a little, uh, glimpse at what your life has been about. I mean, I mean, I can only imagine. You know, I've never really had you know super serious injuries or anything like that before. Where it just kind of like 
ended things that I was able to do. So, you know, I, I have to imagine that's, you know, kind of a painful thing. Like you said, you probably felt pretty lost. Would you say that, you know, am I correct in making the assumption that that's kind of reflected in, you know, your art? I know you say it's not supposed to be like a dark and depressing thing, but, um, you know, the color schemes, you know, the blood in the eyes and things like that. Would you say any of that is reflected in the work that you do? Yeah, I'd say so. In the beginning, I kind of prided myself in saying like, my art isn't supposed to be emotional or anything. I just want to make stuff that looks cool. Yeah. But as I kept doing it, I'd like get into these moods and I'd get, feel a certain way. And then I'd, I'd want to, you know, I'd want to work off of those feelings. So it totally did, you know, my emotions and and feelings about my life definitely have made uh, their way into my art. But I'd say in the very beginning, I was trying super hard to just like kind of do mindless artwork. So I'd say in the beginning, it was like less about myself and more just about like making iconic imagery. But now mm -hmm. definitely I'd say, especially just like because I've had my shoulder kind of like flare up a couple times it's like a few times it's still like gets fucked up so that's definitely like sometimes when i've i've made some arts that really like show the darkness that those events can kind of bring over me yeah no i like like i said i can only imagine like you know everyone has a little bit of a different story so i, I really like the way you kind of reflect the the feelings that you have, like the emotion that you're going through. I think, you know, for me, at least some of the best, the only stuff I really think I've ever released in my life, as far as music goes, was things where I created it while I was really feeling some way or like feeling some type of emotion. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. And it's crazy because those are the ones that like people really connect to because though we always feel like we're alone when we have these like dire emotions, mm -hmm. there's a, mil a million people who've been through something just like that. And yep. when you kind of, encapsulate that in in a piece people like finally like have something that they feel like they can like hold on to and they're like that's how i feel like that's where this is all like coming from and like wow i'm like not so alone or wow my heart hurts too or like all those kinds of emotions yeah absolutely so how long have you been I think I saw like I was just like you know doing some quick research on your Insta page. It looked like your first post was in December of 2017. Was that is that your actual first post, or have you like deleted some stuff? I have like 400 archived posts. Mm -hmm. um, let me look and see when the first one. I think it was. Um, it was like 2018. No, that seems too recent. Like I said, the the last one I saw was uh, 2017. Oh yeah. Well, while you're searching, you know, just if you could give me a little insight. Um, so why did you decide to archive some of these? Uh, I just had this like format, you know, that I was trying to stick to. Mm -hmm. Um, right now I have like the white background on anything, and it looks super clean, and I really like that. Um, I learned about that from this fellow artist who kind of taught me how to like edit my photos and like really up the qual. No, oh, you uh, you cut out there for a sec. Jonas? Yeah, hello? Yeah, sorry, yeah. my internet just, like, dropped when I was, um... Oh, no, you're good. It, you're back now, I think. Yeah, archived post. But you said, um, you know, you, you met the other artist. He taught you how to use the white background, and you said you're saying it just kind of ups the quality? Yeah, yeah. So, really, like, I mean, what I was doing was just, like, taking pictures on my phone and then posting them, and that's still what I do is everything is a picture off of my phone, and I just edit it on my phone. 
Mm-hmm. But he taught me kind of how to like mess with your levels and turn up your contrast and your bright, your black point, things like that to get that like clean background. Let me look back now and see. Wow, it's a lot of posts that I'm like, why did I archive these? It's like there's been a couple times when I literally just took every single thing down because I was just like super pressed or just like felt like I was just treading water like kind of not making any progress forward or backwards and so there was times like that when i was like fuck all this like i need a clean start and so i just took everything down first post is march 16th 2017 okay yeah you, you, you've been at it for a while then yeah been doing quite a bit that's funny got 32 likes <laughs> um what was i gonna ask oh yeah so i wanted to ask about um you know the the character you have and his dog is that kind of a reflection of you or do you have like a different yeah that's totally me it's me and that's my dog logan tell me about i call him like dead boy but you know he's just like me because i have one of the like first things like i did when i hit a thousand followers was like i'm gonna make merch and i had all these hoodies embroidered with the bed and attached like so i wear that all the time that's me but yeah like uh I really loved drawing um, the little skeleton guy. And eventually I was just like, I want to get, I want to draw my dog because I love him so much. And I just want (laughs) to incorporate him in my art. And I kind of just been like learning to do that better and better. And I made the whole Logan's walk series, which is like about me going on an adventure, like with Logan and like him kind of like breaking away and like running away and me trying to find him. And that's just based off of like me walking Logan. Um, you know in the story he kind of goes through like these like different locations he goes to like the housing projects he goes to the forest he goes to the dog park and those are like all places that I like to take him every day so you know I just that's why I've kind of been drawing that character and drawing the dog because it's just like basically my real life but but Logan never ran away (laughs) oh I mean I, I that was one of my favorite uh things that you did I remember when like I first started uh I think I came across like one of the later series episodes and I don't know, it was just really cool. And I, re- I remember I had to like go check out the whole series and see what was up with that. And um, yeah, if anyone listening hasn't seen it, like definitely go check that out. Cause that was one of my favorite things that you have done so far. The Logan's Thank Walk. You. Yeah. It was a big, you know, learning experience for me because I found out a lot about how people react to pro- ongoing projects and unfortunately it was like i would like put so much work into these like each post was like four separate drawings and i spent a lot of time kind of just like developing it and trying to like keep it going and then i would get like a lot less of a response than i would get for some of my other stuff it was just like really heartbreaking to like have the one thing that i care the most about get kind of like slapped on so the first series I was like super in love with it like people seemed to like it and I eventually like had it printed out like made books oh really sold them they like sold out in like two days which was like really awesome yeah and then and then I made the second um episode or second like chapter and uh it just kind of like the the love for it kind of just died away and so I was like I kind of want to make make it into a book again and sell it but it's just like the the desire for it doesn't seem to be there so maybe i'll do it and just like have them for myself friends but we'll see i haven't quite decided yet it's been a little bit so yeah i think that's a big thing is um 
you know, not everyone's going to accept what you do. Not not accept, but not everyone's going to be super stoked about what you do. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you like it, then you made something that was good. Totally. And that's like something that I kind of battle with a lot with my art. It's like, who am I making this for? Like, I personally like love everything I do. Mm-hmm. But if everyone else doesn't love it, like, what's the point? Like, I'm not just doing all this art just because I like want to just make art and post it online all the time it's like i want to share it with people and like have something that people can relate to or have something that people can share or just like you know something that someone will just look at and say like hey that's cool you know that's kind of my goal mm-hmm. not to just like do this all for myself because you know growing up you know i'd make art for myself and like who cares like doesn't matter you know it's just like i make it and then i put it down and then i just never look at it again you know yeah. So like this way I feel like it's a lot more meaningful like when I can share it with people and just like I don't know just like connect. I just like want to connect with people. And so for for me to like kind of swing and miss sometimes it just like hurts a little. Yeah, I can I can definitely appreciate that. Um so do you ever have, you know, you're working on something, a drawing of you, drawing of you and Logan or something like that? Um you get like halfway through and something distracts you or you're just like not really sure how to finish it? Um, you know, put those finishing touches on there. Do you ever like put something to the side for like a week or a month or something like that? Never. Never? Never. Every drawing I start I finish. All right. Um, yeah, I just like do like really rapid artwork as well. Like most of my drawings take like fifteen to like forty five minutes. If it's like a commission, I'll usually spend more time on it. But like I know myself and I will like walk away from stuff and then just never come back to it if I if I not feeling it so that's why i kind of always am just like push myself to just like start and finish and like if you look through my sketchbook there's not a single blank page you know not a single like unfinished drawing it's all like started finished that's yeah. something that i kind of just like pride myself on also just like posting every day like just these like small little like goals i set for myself that like help me just like keep going because if i like didn't say I'm going to post every day. I would probably just like be really lazy about it. And like, I would not be drawing all the time. And because I set this goal that I want to post every day, it really helps me to like stick to something and like, just like have a path that I know I can like follow. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, I definitely respect that. I know we were talking a little bit today and you see, uh, you know, you're saying it only takes like 15, 20 minutes, but I mean, you know, if that's all you need to make something that you really enjoy and are passionate about, then, you know, that, that, I don't know, if it works for you, then, yeah. Totally. And yeah, and these photorealism kids that, you know, do these crazy graphite drawings that take 20 hours, like, that's amazing. And I have so much respect for that. And I could never do that. And I never want to do that. And I don't think that the amount of time that goes into art is at all, you know, a reflection of how good that art is no you could spend a hundred hours on something and people could just not understand it or you can spend 15 minutes on something and it connects to thousands or hundreds or millions of people yeah and for you i guess you know you start it you get it done you say hey this is the final product this is what it's going to look like this is what it was meant to look like i feel like if you're working 20 hours on something like that you know you're obviously not going to do it all in one sitting so I feel like it's very easy to lose that momentum that you had at the beginning and just like kind of forget where you were going with things. Um, I could definitely see that problem coming up. 
Yeah, a lot of the guys in my group chat do that shit. They'll like start stuff and then just walk away from it all the time, and it yeah. breaks my heart. I'm like, I see so much potential in this piece, and I love <laughs> it. And just like, you know what? Even if you don't love it, like finish it and just like get that practice. Like it's mm. good for you, you know. Just like practice finishing a piece and like just like taking that step back and being like, am I happy with this? Like, what do I feel like it needs? You know, yeah. and a lot of time I just like give up and it's like, you know what you're getting good at? You're getting good at giving up. And it's like, mm-hmm. it breaks my heart. Yeah, absolutely. So I see that, you know, when you're, or, you know, just going through your Instagram page, um, it look, I love the ones where you kind of take your character, kind of mash it with like a little Aaron or a little peep kind of drawing. Um, you know, when what kind of inspired you to start doing that? Was it just, you know, that was what you're feeling at the time? Or um, what's a little background on that? My character to mash him up with them? What do you mean? Like, like I see the ones where, you know, I guess, I guess it's not necessarily your character, but like, well, it is your character, but like, you know, I'm trying to look at one. I see, I'm looking at one right now where it's like, clearly like it's your character, you know, the skeleton guy with, uh, um, you know, with the X dreads. Um, I saw one earlier. It was like little Aaron. So it's so my character is only the one wearing the, the dead and the tat the dead and detached hoodie. All right. Um, everyone else I draw is just always going to be like a skeleton with the bloody eyes. Mm-hmm. So that's like what makes someone dead and detached. But uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted some sort of theme to stick to, like the bloody eyes. It's cool and it's like yeah. iconic, and skulls are like super iconic. And also, I suck at drawing like regular people and the faces and hands and all that stuff. Like. Also, I don't have the marker color like palette for skin. Yeah, that's for the longest time. All I had was black and red and white. So like that's why I've kind of stuck to that. And then recently, for for my birthday, I got a bunch of different colors. So you can kind of see a point where I like started incorporating more color into my work. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, it's just simple and clean, and it just looks nice. Like you know, it's easy. Well, I'm just, I'm, it's not easy, but like, it, you know, you, you kind of what I'm saying. It's just simple and it looks good. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, it's like minimal. That's kind of something that I like strive to do. It's just like, you know, you make things really complicated. Your mind kind of gets like overwhelmed. So I like to do like simple and iconic. Yeah, definitely. So are there, are there any artists out there, you know, whether they're, you know, I guess famous artists or people you've met in the underground, is there anyone that you really kind of, idolize or like you look at them and say wow like you know that person's really doing something special totally so like terry urban uh, for those who sin who made that jacket little peep wears Mm -hmm. he's like the reason i started all this and um over the years i've just been following his work and i kind of started commenting and interacting on with his stuff and eventually he just like looked at my page and he followed me and he started like you know interacting with me and i was just like this is amazing like this is the reason i'm doing all this and he commented on one of my shoes like being like these are sick and i was like dude i will make you a pair (laughs) for sure he's like well i don't really like those ones but i would do some vans i'm like sick yeah man let's do it and he's like i'll send you some too and so we ended up like exchanging shoes like he painted a pair of shoes for me and i painted a pair of shoes for him and like that was like such a dream like to be able to do that so that's someone that's like really inspired me and i really look up to them and he just kind of has a similar style to me where he likes doing like really big brush strokes and like a very like gestural painting style Uh, and you know it's also incorporating skulls and you know the underground culture so that's like someone i really like another artist would maybe be like 
Codone. Oh yeah. How to pronounce him? He's pretty cool. He's like super big, all like too big almost. You know, I mean, at, when you get to that point, it's not because you're not working hard. It's like he totally deserves to be there, but it's just like ama- amazing, like how receptive everyone is of his work. You know, and like I kind of aspire to get get recognized like that because he's just like got all these cool brand collaborations and Mm -hmm. he just does like these really minimal drawings like super simple but they're also like so relatable so that's kind of something that i uh really value and work and like try to embody in my own yeah no i was gonna say it doesn't seem like insanely you know obviously you know he's not doing the same thing that you are you're not doing the same thing he is but like that minimal style is really what set him off he started doing all the playboy or playboy cardi uh album covers like all these other artists like album covers and things like that and that that really popped him off like that was i remember first seeing him like that's what he was doing and next thing i know he has like was it seven hundred thousand? like just this ridiculous following on twitter yeah oh on twitter i don't remember how much he's on twitter but i know he's got like over a hundred thousand on and like crazy and it's like so awesome to see that man like for uh, a classic artist just kind of get that like rock star status almost it's just like i love to see it yeah i don't know why i was thinking 700 he has 71,000 that's you know, it, yeah it's still a lot though like damn near 100,000 yeah seems pretty cool i did a drawing of him once so and uh he saw it and digged it yeah that was sick yeah Oh, I mean, oh, so he like actually like liked one of your things then? Oh yeah, I think he like commented on it or some shit. Oh, that's key. I was hoping to get the repost because I always like it, you know, when people like <laughs> share my stuff just so like more people can see it because that's all I really want. Like, I don't care if I get a lot of likes or comments. Like, that's great, but I just like it when there's like a lot of people that can just look at it and then they can decide what they want to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he's done a couple pop up shops. If you were gonna do a pop up shot or pop-up shop um you know just off the top of your head what do you think you'd want to do with that where would it, where, where would you want it to be what kind of you know themes would you want to have it's like something i've been like itching to do for a while yeah um i mean portland's super cool because we do have a lot of that kind of stuff i'm from portland oregon mm-hmm. there's like a really cool like underground community but also like streetwear and like fashion community and just like so i've been like talking to some people um one person who actually like wants to help me put one on is McConan. Really? Yeah. Like I love Matt. I love McConan. McConan. Yeah. He's li- He lives in Portland now. So what? I met him at a show and just like became like really friendly. Um, and <laughs> he, he really likes all, a lot of my artwork. So I'm just like, that's just like something that really like helps me like keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he said if I ever wanted to do a pop-up, he would like help me. So like, that's just like, a really amazing feeling to like have people like that on your team yeah man like but yeah i have all these like i have all these like giant cardboard cutouts of like my character that i would incorporate i'd probably want to make a bunch more so people could like take them home mm-hmm. um maybe depending on like what kind of budget i have uh i got a couple like music friends that i've like done art for who i would like love to have like perform mm-hmm. um definitely would want to like have like clothes to sell i i would really just want to like cover like every surface of my art because i have like hundreds and hundreds of drawings and then people can just like take them home if they wanted to like something yeah. like that would just be like super cool just like uh, just, 
it's like it's like seems so far away and like out of reach sometimes and like i'm really bad at like planning and organizing stuff so i don't <laughs> know if this will ever happen but it's like i have this like vision of just like just every surface covered in the art it's yeah. like a bunch of people just like standing around like at the art like all of my friends would be there and like listening to like cool music or like someone would be performing it's like it'd be sick i don't know yeah man keep dreaming i mean did you ever think you were gonna meet mcconan like things happen yeah man it is crazy i like there was a show in portland called like tax free season two and it was like the band death tour and some other like artist nascar aloe like yeah they were all there and and i was just like outside because it was like super hot and like when people were like smoking outside and i just like saw him and i like walked up i was like man can i get a picture (laughs) (laughs) and someone was like yo do you know who this guy is this is dead and attached he does all this art like you need to check him out just like yeah so someone like that's my friend posh he's like super great guy it's like super cool when you get people that are encouraging because it's like there's a lot of people that like like your work you know they'll like a picture and then they'll just like carry on their merry way and then Mm -hmm. there's other people that will like reach out and say yo i like what you're doing and like when people like take that extra step it's just like such a cool feeling that like people care so much that they want to like take the time to like tell you and it's just like that's the kind of stuff that really like it's really like helps me stick with it just knowing that there's people that that just like don't want to just like walk past it you know they're gonna stop and look and like tell you how they feel so like yeah, people, people kinda... like that. Yeah, you know, when you cross paths with people like that, it's just like you feel really grateful. Yeah, I mean, like to them, you're not really like you're not just some guy who also does art on the side. You're you're an artist. You're someone. You know, the first thing they think of when they think of you is you're an artist and you make really cool things. Yeah, it was awesome, and he was sharing uh, the guy that like introduced me to him. He really liked um, Hella Sketchy. He was like showing my Hella oh, Sketchy yeah. portrait, which is like one I really like because it's just like. You like zoom in on it, you can just like see all the big brush strokes, and like I really like the way the eye kind of like peeks out of the hair, and it's just like it was like a really it was really sad, just like passing. But yeah, like, rest in peace to that man. Yeah, but I just like wanted to do something just to kind of like I didn't want to just like carry on, you know. Like I want to address things that happen and like things that like emotionally impact me. So like I had. I'd, I did that drawing and like a lot of people really enjoyed it and I had shared it with his girlfriend and she really enjoyed it. So it's like when you can, when you can like share stuff directly with the people that like it comes from, it's like really special experience. Like they influence you so much and then for you to be able to just like give a little bit back, like really cool. Yeah, man, absolutely. That's, that's, that's really awesome. So, um, oh yeah. So, you know, tell me about Logan. You know, I, I, I have my own dog. My girlfriend's here. She brought her dog over here. And, you know, I love dogs. So tell me about Logan. Dude, dogs are the best thing yeah. in the world. No cap. Um, he's like six years old. He's a pit bull lab mix. He weighs like 90 pounds. Um, he just got his own Instagram account. Go follow him. <laughs> I saw pet, or it's like, what is it? Pet Logan dog. That's his name, Pet Logan Dog. Yeah. 
he just like loves to go on walks. He loves peeing on stuff. <laughs> um, he loves to eat and do tricks. He'll like eat anything. He'll eat like all kinds of vegetables and stuff. <laughs> and he's definitely like an omnivore. He's like super cuddly every day when I come home from work. He just like smashes his head into me, trying to get the little all the pets. <laughs> yeah. And um, recently, my uh, little sister's boyfriend like moved to town, so. Um, he couldn't keep his dog at his place, so his dog stays with me with us as well. So now it's like Logan and little Douglas. So <laughs> with little Douglas around, Logan's like even more affectionate because he's like, "Oh, I see you're giving love to someone else. Well, I'm gonna come and push him <laughs> out of the way." And so yeah, Logan's just like, he's just like, I don't know. I I put him in a lot of my artwork because sometimes I feel like. When all all the shit is just like so fucked up and just like everything feels wrong, so sad or just like just like kind of feel lost. Like he's there, he doesn't give a fuck about anything, and he will just like give you all that same love no matter what. So it's just like he's the best thing in my life. And you know, I try to like in the beginning, I kind of didn't, I didn't really, I just would draw him and he just kind of be there. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I gave him like this little voice. Yeah. So it was like really cool for him to just like say things like, um, let's go for a walk or pet my belly or whatever. So it's just like, feels like, you know, a little extra special kind of giving him that voice, in my artwork. So I'm going to keep doing that. Like maybe I'll even do Logan, more Logan adventures. Yeah. Something. Definitely. Um, I just, like, love that everyone likes him so much, you know, online yeah. and in the group chat. And all these people followed him. Like, I made him an Instagram account, like, a week or two ago. And he got, like, 70 followers. So it's like, wow, look at all those people that like my dog. <laughs> um, I thought it was kind of interesting because I started doing research for this recently. And I actually like, looked at Logan. And it's just, I'll send you a picture later. But he looks very similar to my girlfriend's dog. Like... Maybe just like a slightly wider version of him, and I think Dane is he a lab pit mix? Yeah, like it's also a lab pit mix, and um, Logan's really thick. He's like not neutered, so he's just like really muscly. Yeah. Um, he's like st- he's sterile, but he's just like not neutered, so right. he's got like he's got those extra pounds. That's why he weighs like ninety pounds. Yeah. He's got those. He's got like that. He's got that fat head too. He's just like a real thick boy. Oh yeah, like like labs and pits. That's such a you know that's begging for a wide head because I feel like labs both labs and pits both have that for the most part. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Um. Let's. See. Oh, so I was you know I was going through your apparel page. I really like those shirts with uh. It looked like you you know you kind of just like took two shirts and put them together at the half. Um. Is that a, is that a style that you really like or like how do you kind of put those together? Where did you decide to do that? I feel like I might have seen it somewhere. There was like a while I was following all these like crazy cut and so like pages. One is called like Adam and Even or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really just like inspired by that. And I really liked, you know, thrifting. So I'd like go to the thrift store, find a bunch of cool shirts with graphics and like take them home and do that. And I spent a lot of time doing that. And people just like didn't seem to be as excited about it. So I stopped doing it. Mm. But uh, it's fun. Like there's just like a, it's a fun way to like superimpose images that like aren't the same image, but they go really well together. So like one of my favorite ones is this like lumber Jill's volleyball team, which is like <laughs> a sparkly vinyl and 
girls volleyball team and then the other half is like trucking company like california driving i just like love the way like those things mash up but like a recurring theme in that apparel or of that like t-shirt mashup is just like a lot of automotive and like motorsports stuff because they just have like the most over-the-top graphics and they're always like so crazy with like flames or like giant like full printed cars or like just crazy shit and so I just really like that aesthetic and I have all these like labels made so I could make sure that it was branded as dead and detached but I felt like it was kind of different than everything else. You know, there's no skulls on there. There's no blood. It's just like something a little bit more minimal because honestly, like I think wearing skulls is like something I used to do when I was younger, but it's not <laughs> something I see myself doing a lot these days. So no. it's like cool to have something that you can use as more of like a staple piece. That's like maybe a little bit loud. Cause it's like, you know, two shirts cut in half, but it's also like a little bit more subtle. Cause if you look at it from the side, it's like maybe you're just wearing one. <laughs> Surprise. I'm wearing two. Just kidding. Yep, gotcha. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I saw one of them. I think it was like a black shirt with a gray shirt, and I think the black shirt had like red lettering on the on the chest, and the gray shirt. I think it looked like it might have been like a NASCAR, like a rally car kind of thing. That I black that shirt one. with the red lot, um, with the red. It's actually yeah. not sold. So if you want, I'll hook it up. Where do you find <laughs> that kind of shirt? Like, are you just going? I to just Google go to the thrift store a lot. Yeah. yeah. I love thrift. There's a lot of cool shirts at the thrift store. Like I just love trying to find like a nice like heavy vintage single stitch like all that. It's like really nice like heavy old shirts. Oh yeah, I've uh I found a couple vintage. I I go to Michigan State, so like all the thrift stores around here have Michigan State stuff, and I love finding like old vintage like XL, you know, slightly oversized vintage Michigan State shirts. Talking about like oh like uh cotton bowl 2015 or something like that or like you know old ass shirts that people just you know they don't really realize it's fucking sick so i'll take it yeah in portland there's like there's a lot of like people thrifting so it's like hard to find good stuff but if you just go a lot you will find you will find it because there's also like a lot of old ass people that just don't know what they got and just donate it like one time i went to this kind of like a curated vintage store but i got um uh, what was it iron maiden like tea from like the 80s that like would i could sell it for like 200 dollars, but i got it for like 20 dollars. and it's like normally you wouldn't ever pay 20 dollars for like a worn t-shirt but it's like this is like an original like piece of history and it was like super cool and exciting i was like probably the best like thrift i've ever got but mostly i'm just like always trying to find like just these heavy ass cotton tees that are like really boxy like my favorite besides the iron maiden is this um, shirt I got that's a vintage Disney t-shirt, just like a gray, super washed out, the blue graphic in the middle that just says Epcot. Really love that shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of my friends that I went thrifting with one time, he found like a vintage, uh, he's a big hockey guy, so he found like a vintage Pittsburgh Penguins like jacket from like way back in the day, and he just absolutely loves the thing. Um, it's just like, yeah, like what you were saying, like some of these old people just don't realize like they have some pretty, really cool stuff and they just give it away. Yeah. I really got to start like getting back into it, but I have so much clothes like stocked up from like all my thrifting and all my clothes that I make. Like most of the apparel like doesn't sell. And it's like, usually when I do sell stuff, it's just like made to order. So I really, I really want to like clear out all the stuff I've made so I can have room to like, get more <laughs> yeah yeah i uh 
I'm running out of hangers for things right now. Every time I go thrifting, I run out of them. Yeah, I literally have like a separate like rack hanging of clothes just for that stuff like that I got from my work. It's hard to throw things away. I don't know how people can just like give stuff to the thrift store, but I have like four or five year old shirts that I'm like, I haven't worn this in like six months. And the only time I wore it was when it was laundry day. Like I don't wear this anymore, but I just never want to like put it away. What if I need it? I'm super nostalgic or I will say I could make art out of this and then I'll save it. And then I just like never do. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I, I think, you know, that's really cool. Like the different art you do, you know, you in, in, incorporate your own Instagram art a little bit. You incorporate kind of your own style. Um, no, I think that's really fucking cool. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to keep at it. I'm hoping like once I clear out, I'll do like a, another line of like, embroidered and printed hoodies like i made in the first place so that's kind of like the goal for right now i just want to like give myself some room to do that and also like spend a lot of time like creating like the perfect graphic because i don't want to do boring metal font because everyone's doing that now and i don't want to do like just skull maybe i will I don't, i'll have to find like the perfect balance it's not i feel like for you like if you just take your you know your your skull character and you were to put his head maybe like with the hoodie on and just like on the back of a black sweatshirt. I think that would look pretty cool. I think if, you know, you threw dead and detached on there, I don't think that would be like, cause I, I know what you mean by like skulls being something you might've worn when you were young, but I feel like if it's not like, you know, a, I guess, quote unquote, photorealistic skull, if you know what I mean, like it looks real. I feel like those are kind of just like, eh, but I think your character yeah, I think like the cartoonies, not cartoony, but like drawn, you know, very simplistic style skeleton. I think that would look pretty good on like the back of a black sweatshirt. Yeah, did you see the prom night um hoodie? Let me take a look real quick. It's like the second most recent post. Um, that was a custom I did for someone, but I really like how that turned oh. out. So I could see myself doing something like that, and then like putting dead and detached on the back. Or yeah. Who knows? And I found these like really nice hoodies that I've been using lately. So maybe that's. Yeah, no, I, that sweatshirt's really sick. I like those sweatpants you did, too. Of uh, the chains? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that was for this um, artist, Lil Saku, out of um, Canada. She was super cool, and she was just like, one day, we'd like talked a bunch before, and one day she was just like, hey, I want to like support some artists, so if anyone wants to, you know, if anyone has stuff for sale, like, let me know. And I was like, yo, I would love to like make you some. So she yeah. asked for some sweatpants, and that's what she got. Yeah, that um, I'm I'm looking at the deer skull flannel. That's that is really nice. Oh, thanks, dude. That was crazy because I like made the red one for this kid, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't want red. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I just made this for you, dude. Yeah. Like you said, you wanted a warm color. Like, come on. And then, and then I was like, all right, fine. I'll make another one because I know someone buy this first one. Yeah, and then I made the, made the other one and sent it to him, and he got it, and he's like, it "Doesn't fit me." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" He's like, "I don't like how the sleeves are on my hands." I was like, "Bro, you can send it back then." And he's like, "No, it's okay. It's okay. I like it." And then you know, it ended up being fine, and I sold the first one too. So sometimes you just gotta do a little extra work to make sure people are happy because money is like one thing, but like your reputation, like you can't buy back. So you gotta really try hard to. Make sure that people are satisfied. That way you just, you know, people are willing to, like, vouch for you or be patient or just, like, you know, they don't have, like, a bad feeling about what you do. Like, one time I made this 
monkey head with skulls and I sent it to Australia on the jacket and it went missing for oh, months. No. And so I made another one and sent it to him. And then it came, the first one showed up back at my house like four months later. But yeah, that was that was fucked up. Yeah. Do you um I was gonna ask this, do you have do you ever have any problems with people like stealing your art and you find out or like people tell you, Hey, like this guy's using your art for something? Oh my god, yeah. You know NASCAR Allo? Yeah. Yeah, he did that. Really? Yeah, man. He like took my art. He like I did a so he like came to Portland. I went to his show. Mm-hmm. We had a mutual friend. We were like all hanging out after the show. I was like, bro, you're cool. Like, I'm gonna do a drawing of you. He's like, Hell yeah, man, sick. And then I like did the drawing, like posted it like, you know, a week or two later. Mm-hmm. And then it's like he liked it and I was like sick and then couple days later after that this girl like posted um an instagram story and you know how you can like include songs on it yeah so she included a song and it had my drawing on it i was like whoa why the fuck is that like that she's like no it's probably just like a thing i'm like like you probably didn't do that i was like um let me go look and i went to spotify and they cropped out my name and they were using this shit they didn't ask me they didn't pay me so i was like all right this is like i reached Ooh. out to the manager i reached out to him i was like yo like i appreciate that you like my work and like i'm happy to let you guys use it but you have to ask for my permission and we have to like figure out compensation because i don't work for free yeah and they're like they're like well we'll give you credit and i was like no no i'm willing to cut you a deal even like i'll give you a discounted price like i'll give you like a third of what normally and they're like no, nah, we'll just do something else. I was like, all right, well, I'll take it down then. They're like, okay, we'll take it down. A couple of days go by, still up. So I go to Spotify and I'm like, yo, they're stealing my art. Like they didn't ask me. So the song got taken down. Then NASCAR like DMs me. He's like, yo, fuck you, bro. Delete your drawing of me. Uh, fuck off and die. Like saying all this shit. Nice. I was like, damn, bro. Wow. Like, I gave you guys like so many opportunities to like be cool about this and like you just didn't it just wasn't a priority to you. So that's what happens. So I like kinda talked about that and like people heard about it and then a bunch of people like started following me one day and they're like, We heard about you on No Jumper. I was like, What? What? No fucking way. And so it turns out this dude that I'm like friends with who's like um one of the like editors or like intern on No Jumper show, his name's Yuri. Shout out Yuri. He brought me up on one of their live streams being like, yeah, I heard about this other like story where another person got ripped off. It was this guy dead and detached and NASCAR Allo like stole his art. So I ended up actually getting a couple like people hit me up for art from that and just like my little like moment of fame. So I'm like not super <laughs> bitter about it, but I just kind of wish like things could have ended better with him because like he seemed cool. Like we kicked it one time, like with a group of people, like we're all like friendly. And I've even done like, a drawing of him since then because i have a, that kid who does the photorealism like we did a collab together where he wanted to draw a nascar so we like did that yeah he just i don't think that uh the beef will be squashed we'll see i'm yeah. I'm open to it but <laughs> but yeah other than that i've just had people in like red bubble like selling shit with my art on it Jesus. yeah I mean, and it was the nascar shit too oh really yeah funny they just like they love that one yeah they probably just like saw like your art on the song and were like oh that's that's like really cool like that oh yeah. the song's long gone but they um um nascar doesn't let people tag him on 
his photos anymore on Instagram, but like back then he did. So there's like 30 of 30 drawing, 30 like pictures of NASCAR where he's tagged on Instagram and like mine's one of them. So like, I'd say like once a day, like people are like checking that one out. And it's like, it's like me. Yeah, not bad. Cause that doesn't normally happen. Like old drawings usually like stay inactive, but that one it's like always got like a small trickle. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know, like obviously this is a little bit different, but I mean, if someone just like, took his song and like re-uploaded it like he would be fucking pissed about that like totally or if they like made a video and like used his song without like his permission or something yeah exactly like you you work on you work hard on your art you've developed a style you know you put a lot of effort into it and you know just like he does with his music i'm sure like i don't know it drives me crazy when people don't credit people like you know um you know for me it's like artists on soundcloud who don't credit their producers like that shit just drives me insane like and it's so easy to do and what it is it's just people being inconsiderate yeah they just don't consider it they just like don't understand they don't think about the world outside of their own head and they just like they're like you know i could do that or i could just not like the amount of like benefit that everyone gets from like crediting people is like so large and like you're just being like thoughtless by doing that like and recently i did a drawing of this guy little boom like oh yeah some like rapper and he like took a screenshot of it cropped my shit out and like posted it on his story it's like bro you went through like more effort yeah not credit me than it would have been to just share my drawing it's like man people are just like fucking lame sometimes like inconsiderate so you get used to it after a while but it, it always hurts a little bit when people just like take that step to like not help you out because even after you like do all that shit for them yeah and i guess kind of the shitty thing for like someone in your position is you know with a producer someone who like makes beats and shit like i was talking to um to chili yesterday produced by chili um he you know he has a really unique uh producer tag in all of his beats so like even if someone doesn't credit him you know someone's gonna hear that producer tag but for someone like you it's like like what you were saying they can just crop out your name they can just you know, for you, it's like you could go on Instagram and literally just like, you know, just write it out or something like that. And it's really shitty. Like, you know, that, that's got to be really tough. Yeah. So since then, I've been like integrating. I've been writing dead and attached and I've been putting my signature on everything. And I try and put it close in to the main part so you can't crop it out. But I mean, if you spent time, you could like cover it. But yeah. I'm making it a little, I'm just giving myself a little bit more protection. Yeah, definitely. I've, uh, I think I make a, like, or I used to make, I kind of burnt out. I got kind of burnt out on them, but I used to make video edits for some of my friends. And I remember um, for one of my friends, Drinkwater Shane, I made a video for, or edit for one of his songs. And I, you know, sent it to him. He put it out. And um, some dude, like, he's from our hometown. So, like, I don't know. It was just kind of a weird situation. But he had literally just, like, taken the video I had made and just, like, put a weird filter over it and then just re uploaded it um you know it was it was promoting shane's song but it was still just like he just took the video didn't give me credit for like you know basically everything i had done and just like threw a filter over it that didn't really fit too well onto it and i'd like message him like hey dude like that's my video like you know i I worked really hard on that and he's like at the least could you give me credit he's like yeah i'll give you credit and i don't know it was just very happened to me a lot like i catch people with like tracing my job like bro they just don't. They just don't even think about it, or they're just like, you know, they're self. They're a little bit, you know, selfish. Yeah. I mean, but we can't let that shit get us down because it's like those 
people. Like, there's always going to be shitty people who, like, have no respect. You can't, like, punish yourself for other people's mistakes. I guess it's kind of flattery that they're willing to even, like, steal your shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would get flattered when I'm pressing a comment on anything. Like, I'm, like, very, like, I get, I try to stay, like, really grateful for, like, all the support I get. So it's, like, that, it's, like, you can be grateful for it or you can, like, like, let it, let it fly away like the wind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there is one more thing I kind of wanted to ask you and, you know, let me know if, you know, I'm, you know, kind of off the ball or off, off base here with this. Um, when I was doing research on you, I came across, you know, one of your more recent posts, we were talking about, you still had some room to grow. Um, you're still learning every day, things like that. Um, you know, I was just kind of curious if you're okay with telling me about it, you know, what, what was that post kind of about? I mean, it's just like the toxic cancel culture. That's like so prevalent these days. Like Mm -hmm. I had a few, uh, I just had a lot of experiences where people are just like, see someone slip up and they're like, this is my chance to bring them down. Mm-hmm. And, and there's people just like want to call out other people because they're virtue signaling trying to say make themselves look better or you know they see someone make a mistake and rather than giving them an opportunity to grow and learn and correct themselves they just are so fast to be like you're done i don't fuck with you anymore and it's just like that is not productive at all like what you're doing is you're isolating yourself and you're like pushing people farther apart and it's like i'm so sick of like people just trying to like use other people's mistakes as an opportunity for them to like elevate themselves by calling them out or shit like that like someone that was like a local that i like personally like interacted with many times and he like purchased art from me and all this shit he saw i was doing all these drawings of little tracy and he saw I was commenting on Lil Tracy and he like took a screenshot, put it on his story being like, yo, fuck this dude. He supports Lil Tracy. Like he's Lil Tracy has allegations against him. Like I'm so done with you. And then like, he like sent this like long message to me being like, you stay supporting like known abusers. And like, I'm done with you. And I was like, bro, I'm like, I'm just drawing people that I like the music. And, and it's like, if the, if this turns out to be like the allegations against him are true, like I'm not gonna be doing this anymore. But like you gotta give people some room to breathe and like for things to like settle and for like the real story to come out. And you can't just like get your little pitchfork and flame out and like start burning people at the stake before they even have a chance to prove themselves. Or even if they prove themselves to like have made a mistake to like redeem themselves. Cause it's like no one's perfect everyone has made mistakes and if you were you know spotlighted on all the mistakes you'd made you probably would have been canceled a long time too like i honestly find that some of the people that are the most avid cancelers are people that are kind of have risen up from their own like misfortune and Mm -hmm. now they're trying to like show off that they're doing so much better by calling out other people and i think it's just like the wrong way to go about it because it's like in the end of the day, would you rather have someone be like, fuck, I made a mistake and like, I want to learn from it. Or would you rather have someone be like, fuck, I made a mistake and like, you're calling me out. So I hate you. So it's like, it's like it's counterproductive. So just like drive that wedge in between people. So like, I just want like people to be more supportive and like understanding. Like I see all these, a lot of people getting like accused of stuff or like, 
alleged things are being said about them and it's like i wouldn't want people to judge me so harshly for like things that i spoke on when i was younger because like when i was in high school like i was so immature and i would say stupid shit and it's just like i used to be a person that would say shit like all lives matter because i didn't understand the perspective i didn't understand what those words meant Mm -hmm. and it's like since then i've like had so many opportunities just to like learn about different people and like learn about the world and it's like course like yeah you're gonna say all lives matter but by saying something like that you're like casting a shadow on this deeper message which is like what we're fighting for right now so it's like you have to just be like consider it as you can that way you know when the time comes that people are looking at you they'll hopefully want to find a way just to be like understanding you know and willing to forgive and help people grow yeah it's like yeah if you don't give people space to grow it's like everyone's just going to be like trapped in their own little world and they're going to be like stuck and they're not going to learn and they're not going to and it's you know it's important to like have a dialogue as well you can you know if if someone's canceled they're not going to understand your perspective and they're not going to understand like what the real story is because they're just isolated now so Mm -hmm. just like something that i've just been kind of like thinking a lot about lately because there's so many people like with all the um social injustice and just like systematic oppression there was a lot of time when people were saying if you're not posting black lives matter if you're not doing advocating for people's rights then like i'm unfollowing like you know what maybe it's wrong that they're not doing that but like you're not giving people a chance so yeah. yeah, that was kind of like the meaning behind that drawing. That was a big rant, but it's like mm-hmm. I'm something I'm like I just like hate to see people being snuffed out or like judged before they have a chance to like redeem themselves. No, I I appreciate you sharing that way, man. I really do. Um, I was just kind of very curious about what that post was about, and you know, I definitely hear what you're saying on that. Totally, man. Yeah, there's a lot of times when I kind of just like am like so bothered by like things in my surrounding life like toxic behaviors and i'll just like do an art about it like put a rant in the comments like i don't know if people read it but i feel like it's just good for me to just like kind of just like share what's going on in my head yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah well i am kind of out of questions right now was there anything else you know you kind of wanted to talk about or anything you know if you want to plug anything i think this would be the time for you to kind of say hey here's my instagram here's what i'm doing right now you know let yeah definitely so uh my instagram is dead and detached d-e-a-d-a-n-d-d-e-t-a-c-h-e-d check it out i do drawings like almost every day Um, i got a clothing page which is dead dead and detached apparel um i got page for my dog which is pet logan dog you can check that out he's a good boy um if you're ever looking you know if you're an artist like a musical artist and you ever want to get some some work for a song cover or an album cover hit me up and tell me that you listen to the podcast and i'll cut you a deal (laughs) or if you ever want some clothes you know just let me know where you heard about it and i'll cut you a deal um yeah man or I don't really want to do too much self-promo, but I appreciate you uh, hitting me up to do this interview. This is my first interview, so I'm honored. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> hopefully you do a lot more interviews and I can check them out. 
Yeah, man, I appreciate it. You know, you were one of the first people I hit up. You know, I was honestly really stoked to see that uh, you had responded right away. I know, um, I remember like a while back, I'd hit you up to ask you how you kind of get, you know, your images done and things like that. And you kind of gave me that tip about, you know, doing it on white paper, turn up the whites all the way. And I was actually able to turn that into a music video that I made. Um, I didn't like the song after a while, so I took it down. But um, no, I was able to make a music video out of that on like a whiteboard just by using that same trick. So when you came. Yeah, I'm glad I could help. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you responded almost right away to, you know, this interview, I was super stoked on it. So, again, thank you so much for coming on and, you know, having a little chat with me. Definitely, man. Yeah, I'm always bored all all the time and I'm always on my phone. So DMs always open if anyone just wants to talk. Um, Just don't, you know, tell me about things that are really sad. I'll get sad. So, (laughs) but you're, you know, DMs are always open. So if anyone just wants to ask me questions, say what's up, I always appreciate that. All right. Yeah. Well, you heard the man, people. He's go check out his Instagrams, all of them the apparel, dead and detached, dead and detached apparel, pet Logan dog. Go check that out, people. Um, oh, yeah. Are... Follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to get my Twitter popping. So dead and detached <laughs> on Twitter, too. Go peep that, people. All right, Jonas. Well, thank you again so much for coming on today, man. It's been great talking to you. My pleasure, bro. Yeah, have a good uh, Fourth of July weekend, and yeah, I'll let you know when this kind of comes out. I'll send you like a preview before I post it, just to make sure that you know you're cool with everything going on on here. Awesome, man. Yeah, definitely, and I'll uh, make sure to share it so people can check it out. Appreciate you, man. All right, you have a great rest of your night. All right, you too. Bye.